Yeah, we even make our own staples. We make our own emulsions, paint, silk screens. Now that's what I want. Yeah. I came here to get the staples. Do you have the staples anywhere? <laughs> I we actually do. But it's I'm not, it's, it's, it's not it's, here for the cigars. It's, I'm here for the staples. It's. There's a story inside every smoke shop. With every cigar and with every person. Come be a part of the cigar lifestyle at Povida. This is Box Press. We arrive at the Perdomo headquarters in Hialeah, Florida. Nick's office is full of sports memorabilia, drum sets, arcade games, and Nick is a passionate musician as well as a great cigar maker. We're going to get into his cigar blends right now. This is one of my favorite cigars. If you like creamy, buttery, smooth cigars, these are bachelor parties, weddings, phenomenal. I want to try something new, but classics never die. I had some of these anniversaries, I don't know. Where'd Nick go? I need, I have questions. We've sold over 70 million of those cigars since our inception. And um, people always tell me, how good does it sell? I always say, you know, expensive colleges. I put both my kids through college. Just so, that cigar Just alone. that cigar alone. It, it's, it's so massive that we had to retire two brands because this SKU alone sells over 9,400 boxes a month. Just that SKU right there. Just that one size, which is, which is crazy. It's such a good cigar. It, it, it's a very unique cigar because when I came up with it, people said, you, when I started with this brand, everybody used Dominican tobacco with, with Connecticut shade wrappers. And I said, I'm going to come out with a Connecticut C wrapper with Nicaraguan fillers. Well, you'll never be able to, to mask. It, it'll mask the wrappers because the wrappers are too mild. They're actually not. If you age these wrappers, they actually have a spice to them and a creaminess to them. If not, they're bitter. because What happens is they're so expensive that people bring them from the curing barns, they bulk them, they give them one sweat, and they work with them because they burn. If you, do the, if you did that with any tobacco, it would be tart and bitter. So I used to call this leaf the grapefruit leaf. So what had happened, it's kind of a funny story. We started buying Connecticut Shade wrappers in 1991, and um, we would store them. And then in 1998, we had a, uh, 1996, we had a brand called Cuban Parejo that was coming out. And my dad called me up, and my, my dad was alive, and he said, what we could do with all this Connecticut Shade wrapper? So at the time, you know, I had enough to do like nine million cigars, believe it or not. It yields extremely well. And I said, ah, oh, you know, I don't like it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to store it for a rainy day because we had a lot of blue mold and black shank problems back in the 90s, which today we can combat it with, 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 with great pesticides and algicides and fungicides. But back then we didn't have it. So I, I wanted to keep this. And because this, this tobacco is grown in Ecuador, it's south of the, of the Andes. And the Andes mountain actually blocks molds, viruses, and spores because the mountain chains are so high. That's why Ecuador never has mold or anything. But it's, it, yeah, it's because of the mountain. I'm an agronomist, so if you ever want to know about tobacco, let me know. But that's the reason, right? So I wanted to save this for a rainy day. So my dad, who was really an expert, I said, smoke them, man, they're bitter. My dad, he said, man, this is great. They're creamy, they taste really good. What people do is they look at the wrapper and assume what the cigar is. So for example, this cigar is actually stronger than this cigar. But people, if they look at it visually, would say this cigar is more full body, right. but it's not. 
because you have to offset the binder and wrapper combination. So if you use a, a thin wrapper, you have to use a thick binder. So the guts on both these cigars are very similar, but because this has a thick binder versus because it's a thin wrapper, it offsets so the cigar will burn. It has more nicotine, so it's actually more full body. So when we do tastings, we actually blindfold you. Perception's reality, right? But if you look and you say, man, that wrapper's light, that means it's light. It's really not. So you're taking it to the next level because you're not even just saying, I'm unbanding this cigar. No. You want a full blindfold yeah. so I can't see that this is darker than yes. this. And then judge that by strength, Absolutely. flavor, intensity. Yeah, and I, and I could prove it to you and you would smoke totally different and you would, you would flip out because you shouldn't look at the cigar before you smoke it. We're, we're really adamant about that. We have pictures, like you can see, we have what we call eight in our circle of trust. And these are guys, I mean, we have over 350 years of smoking experience and we're blindfolded. So we work in teams. So to be me, you and I, I cut the cigar for you. I put it in your mouth. I light it for you. You smoke it. You take five, six puffs. You tell me what you taste. I write your tasting notes for you. You're telling me as you're smoking. You never break the veil. No, never. Then I go and I give you a cigar with a different wrapper that's actually, you know, heavier or lighter. And the guys always guess right. But it'll tell you, for example, we did one in Fort Myers. We had the chief of police there. He only smokes 20th anniversary Maduro. Okay, so 20th anniversary Connecticut is actually heavier. So I said, which one do you like? And he picked the Connecticut. And when we took the blindfold off, he, he went apeshit. He couldn't believe it. So, you know, you have to really know what you're smoking. You know what I mean? You said you, you really have to know what you're smoking. You but do. they don't because of that perception already. So you said an interesting thing. You're like... This has 4.6% nicotine. Are you measuring all your cigars? Yeah, we do because of the European Union. We have to do it. So we have cyclomers and everything. We measure all our nicotine content. So it's easy for us if America asks us in the future. If anything is helpful to me as a consumer, it would be like, okay, I know that this is stronger than this from a strength nicotine only perspective. Now flavor, that's a totally different thing. Sure. But I wouldn't mind having that at my fingertips because then I could say, right now, I don't want a lot of strength. I don't. Sure. I would love something sure. a little bit more mild. Or as a retailer myself, I could point people in a better direction so they don't get the the feeling sick on their first cigar. We want it to be more romantic. So instead of a cigarette where the bottom will tell you the tar and nicotine contents, we'd rather put a, a thing where it, you know, it tells you this pairs with this, it pairs, uh -huh. for example, yeah, this. stuff like that, which are basically mobile salesmen. So you can go and you go, well, this is what I like. I like some that's more medium body. It's I like a little favorite. more creamy. I like this, I like that. You know? This one started me out in your brand. Yeah, that's, pick a, this up? that's a good one. That, that one's been out 21 years. That's yeah. been a very good brand for us. Yeah, it's been very good. This is the new 12 year double H vintage. We only have a hundred stores that carry this. Have you tried the new 10th anniversary Maduro? No. That's phenomenal. That's one cigar of the year by three different periodicals and periodicals that I respect a lot because they were actually tested by cigar smokers. So Cigar Journal was one. It yeah, has, their it, reviews, yeah, their reviews are, are excellent. Like yeah. really good. Oh yeah. What I want to do is I want to be able to keep you in the umbrella. You know, so a That's lot of smart. Yeah, a lot of times for me, I smoke Connecticut seed wrappers in the evening. 
Um, I think they pair really good. I like I like this one uh, scotch called Abalora Bunda. It's a it's a cast strength scotch. It's 123.9 proof, and I think Connecticut pairs extremely well with that. You know what I mean? Um, it just depends. People always say morning, midday, night. Not necessarily. It, it, it's what you right. like. You know what I mean? And yeah, that I smoked that many times at the shop. In the I, I, I try that one uh, when you get a chance. So that that got cigar of the year in um, in Cigar Journal. It got cigar of the year in Tobacco Business Daily, and it also got cigar of the year at uh, in David Garofalo's uh, podcast, The Cigar Authority, which I have a lot of respect for because he sends a thousand packages out. And this was tested by smoker. So when a smoker enjoys a cigar, to me, that that's that's like a flurry. I'm I'm super right. happy about that. I like bone and ribeyes, right? Some people like liver and onions. I'd rather eat my own leg, but that's what that's what people like, right? So I, I I've gone to restaurants where people have ordered liver and onions at a steakhouse. It doesn't make any sense to me, but you know what it proves to me? It proves it tastes is subjective. It's what right. you like. So to me. There's really no bad cigar. A lot of people ask, someone just asked me last night, I was doing a podcast, do you smoke other people's cigars? And I said, yeah, all the time. If I was a Michelin star chef, wouldn't I go to another restaurant too? You know what I mean? So to me, and a lot of guys say, I only smoke my cigars, whatever. I just, no, I smoke everybody's cigars. I mean, I've been in the industry for, for 30 years. I'm, I'm, I'm third generation. I mean, my father ran H. I mean, my grandfather ran parties. My grandfather's brother was a minister of tobacco in Cuba for 46 years. There's about seven books written on him. And uh, I got I had great tutelage. In 1999, I hired him. He's been with the company for 23 years, and today he's 92 years old. So this is him last year, and he still looks phenomenal. And he runs all our fermentation, and he is, in my opinion, the best tobacco man alive today. And uh, he was the first guy that we hired during the vertical integration process because we decided we were going to grow our own tobacco. Our first crop in 99 was small, it was about 70 acres. And today we're one of the largest, we grow almost 1,900 acres of land. And he's in charge of all the fermentation process. And I thought, well, this is great. I can, I can hire him, he can train Hamilton and all our guys who are still with the company, believe it or not. Wow. And he ended up, he's 92, he's still with the company. I, I thought I would get him for five years, he's still there and he loves it and the guy is, complete i mean he's keeping him alive oh, because he's got something to do yeah and he's actually ended up training a, a whole army of people because a lot of older guys don't like to teach he's a great guy he loves to teach and um he's the type of guy he could just put his hand up below and say this is good he can tack his fingers release and say this is good he can look at the tobacco and say this is good but that comes with experience and that comes with him having 79 years in the cigar industry most people aren't 79 years old. The only turn that, that he took down was when my dad passed away. Him and my dad were like this. When did your dad pass? He passed in 2004, but that really affected him because he's okay. always been happy-go-lucky, but that was um, that was a big loss for him. Him and my dad were like that. And my dad brought him from Cuba to Nicaragua, and he's always been super appreciative of that. But like Sarah Gonzalez, our factory manager, she worked with my dad at HM, and she's still with the company. She's going to celebrate her 77th birthday um, in three months wow. and she's with the company one of the few females that actually run a big production facility I've been very lucky the average worker has been with me 20 years nine months on average I've had 698 people retire from the company that's one thing I'm I'm proud about the, the workforce we have the longevity that we have I think that's another 
token of quality when you have consistency in your people. And, um, it, you know, in reality, when you really think about it, it's your greatest asset, right? So, um, yeah, you I'm couldn't lucky. move all this product without them. No, no. And I, I, you know, these guys, we all, I always say we all kind of pull the same way. Um, nobody here is, uh, you know, scared to work. Like, my mom's 90 years old. She comes to work every day, you know, and I, I remember my father when we moved to Maryland when, when they came from Cuba, and, and my dad always had two or three jobs till I was in junior high school. So, you know, I, I've been working since I was 11, but I had a great example seeing, you know, what my, what, what, you know, what my parents right. did, you know what I mean? It was... So this is a container just came in from Nicaragua. Everybody's pissed I'm not helping. This is a 45 high cube container. Uh, we get one every single week. This will have 728 cartons, and each carton has between 24 and 37 boxes of cigars in each one. All of them are staged to exactly to the shipping department. So basically, the first thing would be maybe champagne, then it goes to Habano, Lot 23, 20th anniversary, goes in succession, so it's very organized. Because of the lack of workers in the United States, this is all automated, and half of it, we're waiting for the rest of the automation system to come in. Everything over here now is being placed, but if you look, the guy in the blue shirt runs our IT. The guy with the cross on his head, that's, that's Arthur. He's our vice president. Jeff Owens runs the shipping. He's our, he's our sales manager. Everybody, everybody works. My job is that when you go into the retail store, and you go to work and you go to the Perdomo section, you can feel rest assured that cigar is going to draw, it's going to burn, the tobaccos are going to be fermented, the tobaccos are going to be aged, and nobody's going to come back to you and go, hey man, you sold me a cigar that didn't draw. That happens all the time. Right. And you know what? I'm not the guy that looks bad at the end. It's you as the retailer recommending, even though it's totally my fault if I send you something inferior. So when your brain gets hurt the most, because without a doubt, they go, "Oh, this wasn't that good. I don't know if I really like Perdomo." Without a doubt, but and then also, if you hear that, you're probably going to be prone not to push the brand too. People so, talk more about negative than good. Without so, a doubt, <laughs> you know? I've, I've always said when people like something, they'll tell ten people. If they don't like something, they'll tell a thousand. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and that and that's a three to one ratio. Yeah, that, on at least, yeah, 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 that's the truth. So I can't tell you how much. When, when I knew I was coming to see Nick, I was like, I really hope I can start my day with a champagne. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I, that's the only thing I really good. wanted other than the video. I was like, I just want to smoke a Perdomo champagne. It's a great With cigar. Nick. I'm going to join you on that one today.